to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Reynolds Podcast, hosted by Jesse Reynolds. I'm also joined by my lovely wife, uh, Jillian Winters. Hello. So, um, I don't know, it's uh, another boring uh, COVID-19 hunker down in your home. Speak for yourself. I've been super busy. Oh, okay. Okay, I actually have some advice I need to ask the listeners. Also, thank you for those who tuned in and answered the question about if Jesse should get a man bun. And by those who answered, I mean my mom. My mom was the only one who texted us. (laughs) So thanks, Mom. Um, The next issue we're having is we have this beautiful little patio. Many of you are probably aware of it. Shea Pixie. We used to call it the Boasis, the Backyard Oasis, but we got little cafe lights, so now it's Shea Pixie. Hmm. Um, We have fake grass on the dirt part, and it's, I have zero regrets about the fake grass. The fake grass is literally the best thing that ever happened to us. Um, But we had an outdoor rug on the gravel, concrete, stone, I don't know, it's like concrete and stone mixed together to make a slab. Mm-hmm. Is there a word for that, Jesse? I think they just mix gravel and concrete together. Okay, so it's not like a special term. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, but y'all could... know what I'm talking about, like the the bumpy, the bumpy things. Yeah. Yeah. So we put a um, an outdoor rug over it. And now I realize. Oh gosh, sorry. <sighs> Tired from all the work I did, not being boring. Um, I lifted up the rug to clean it, and I realized that there was just, like, pounds of mud underneath the rug, and also on top of the rug. The whole that's why I was trying to clean it, because it was disgusting. I think the rug is shot. So I don't know what to do. People who have experienced with that kind of weird rock patio thing, is it better to put a rug down and just have the rug be dirty? Is it easier to once a week just spray down the rock part with the hose? That's what I did today. It was it's basically like power washing but with the hose. I just don't know what to do with it. I'm so, lost. Uh, help us listeners. We're lost. We don't know what to do. Yeah, mom, maybe you can have dad come do some work on our backyard. Oh well. <laughs> Since she's the only one who answers us. <laughs> Volunteering, volunteering your own family, your parents. Um, well, um, I don't know uh, anything else that happened this week. I don't know. Might adopt out some kitties that we've been trying to adopt out for literal years. Yeah, but that's part of your probably kitty corner, isn't it? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. You didn't... I thought you had notes about what we were going to talk about. Yeah, I wrote down some stuff. Let me review. Um, well, it's shared with you, so you could have read this. But, oh. <laughs> but, um... Oh, I wanted to talk about that, uh... I'm going to try to get more serious about doing this podcast and quit being lazy and not doing it. I want to be more dedicated to this podcast. I was, uh, I guess I was inspired by, uh, the likes of Rick Glassman, 
Um, if you don't know, Rick Glassman has a podcast called Take Your Shoes Off, and he talks about how much of a shit he gives about his podcast, his words, not mine. But um, He's really weird. I don't recommend him. Yeah, I think he's funny, but Jill's, I don't know. Anyways, um, and uh, Burt Kreischer also says that he cares about his podcast as well. So I want to uh, be more serious about this. And yeah, why would you keep, do Keep doing it. Why would you do it if you don't care about it? Yeah, I don't know. I, that was, I was just being lazy and just got into this lazy cycle. So uh, I apologize, listeners. So uh, if you'll have me back, I'm here. I'm here too. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about. Uh, oh yeah, we're uh, planning a trip to uh, St. Louis area in late June, early July. Yeah, no date set yet. We got to nail that down. I haven't requested off work yet. Oh uh, okay. But, um, yeah, we're excited to be home for the 4th of July. Hopefully be up in Chautauqua. Yeah. Hopefully the pool will be open by then. Yeah, maybe we have to swim in uh, bio suits. (laughs) It'll be like when Chautauqua opened in the late 1800s. They have all these old pools of the, uh, old pictures of the pool with the ladies in their, like, giant petticoats. You know, because they couldn't show anything. Gosh. That'll be what we're swimming in. Goodness. There's photos of that somewhere? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Jesse, we're going to have to go to the Historical Society office. It's near the Pink Geranium, you know, where we go to get the breakfast goods. Wow. My mom used to help with it. Actually, cool. I think we're members of the Chautauqua Historical Society. Oh, wow. I think I am. Um, I, was, I got a scholarship from him. Huh. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was like 10 years ago. I also wanted to say that um, I haven't said it on any social media, but um, I do not support police brutality on uh, black Americans. Uh, you know, I'm talking about the George Floyd uh case in Minneapolis and um, I'm glad that at least the police officer got charged with third degree murder and manslaughter so at least they're doing something you know very swiftly about it so that's uh, a positive in that situation Um, I think that's all I want to say about that but yeah I want to say that that was a great transition from the Chautauqua Historical Society straight into police brutality. Yeah, well, I just wanted to get get it out there mm-hmm. and say that uh, I know it's a weird segue, but yeah. Yeah, we, we have not been following much of the protests and news, um, but I... Did see an article, someone linked to it on their Facebook, that I want to check out that talks about um, kind of the systematic issues with policing. Yeah. Which I'm curious to read, but then I'm also curious, like, well, does it p- propose other solutions to public safety? Yeah. 
I don't know. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Well, uh, that's all I wanted to say about all that. Um, I've had similar support on these issues in the past. And Did you know I got tear gassed once? Oh, really? Where? In Switzerland. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we didn't know we were walking into a protest. It was me mm-hmm. and my roommate, Crystal. We just went to Bern for the weekend to go to the markets. Uh-huh. But there was, like... Switzerland has these, like, insanely racist um, billboards all over, and um, it was, like, basically, like, a nationalist party who was, like, Mm. super against immigration. Mm. So, I mean, obviously, it was, like, inherently racist because a lot of the immigration in in Switzerland was from, um, uh, like, Turkey and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so, you know, different racial makeup than traditional Switzerland, I guess, or whatever. Um, but anyways, there was this protest, and we just, like, walked in on it, and we were obviously not for racists. So we we hung around. We weren't, like, actively participating aside from being there. And the police came by and were spraying people with hoses, and they were shooting rubber bullets. Mm. And um, they... Uh, did tear gas and we had to run into this like shop that was in a basement it was along a a, one of the main streets that had a bunch of shops so we ran into it was actually a head shop we ran Mm. into we were like what are we what's going on what are we doing here Mm. but yeah it was was pretty crazy to see people getting shot with rubber bullets and like sprayed you know like the like firefighter hoses where like you get sprayed with the hose and it like blasts you back into the wall yeah that's crazy yeah we didn't get hurt, thank well, goodness. that's good. But a lot of young people did. Glad my baby didn't get hurt. Hmm? Um, I got uh, exposed to tear gas in boot camp. Gross. Yeah, it was pretty... Uh, Part of the brainwashing? <gasps> I guess so. Who said that? Yeah, but anyways, that happened. Did it... Did Did they do it on purpose? Yeah, it was on purpose, yeah. Did it... What did it feel like? Yeah, I don't know. I just remember, like... They're, like, burning and a lot of fluids coming out, like your mucus and whatnot. Oh, so you're not, pretty like, gross, yeah. not, like, shitting yourself. No, no, well, no. Well, you no. probably were, but. Well, that's funny. <laughs> I know, I'm really good. To, 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 all right, to keep up the funny. Um, I'm just, not done making colitis jokes. All right. No, keep going, I'm done. Well. Colitis. Uh, <laughs> Well, anyways, okay. introducing, I was thinking about doing this uh, joke of the week, so I've come, I've came up with a joke this week, and my wife hasn't heard it. The only way you might have heard it is if you followed me on Twitter, but of which I don't think anybody does on who listens to this podcast, maybe I somebody. I don't have the tweets. Yeah, so... Um, so here goes the joke. Um, Wait, hold on. I gotta prep if I'm gonna uh, laugh. Let me put my water down. Okay. And I'm about to burp because I drink water uh, too much. And Spin's being real cute. Hold on, I just. <coughs> All right. Okay, I'm ready to laugh. Ha <laughs> ha! I'm ready. Oh god. I'm ready. Uh, All right, so um. I once went on a date with a girl who uh, lost her teeth by a golf ball on a golf course. 
So I guess you could say she was the recipient of a hole-in-one. <laughs> That's not true. That is insanely true. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is very true. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, that happened to me. Ew, who did you date before me? I didn't date her. I went on a date with her, and I took her to Red Lobster, and she ate Red Lobster with me on a date, and I never saw her again. You tried to sleep with her, and she said no? Why? Well, I, I didn't say that, but, man, I don't know. <laughs> There's only one reason you take someone to Red Lobster. Well, anyways... Pants she, party. She wasn't, um... Having it, apparently. Wait, were her teeth still gone, or did she have fakes? Part, I mean, she didn't lose all her teeth, but yeah, she, she was missing some. Poor baby. But also, and this is at you, Dad, get replacements if you lose your teeth. Yeah, I don't know how old she was when she lost them, but whatever. Whatever person, <laughs> whoever that was, I don't even remember her name. Anyways, <laughs> onwards. So, uh, yeah, I know uh, recently uh, SpaceX and NASA had a joint venture where, okay. they, where they launched a, what? What's SpaceX? SpaceX is a company owned by Elon Musk, and he's just, like, trying to launch rockets into space. So... I have not read anything about it. I saw that astronauts went, that it went. Right. Where are they going? They're what going are they to the doing? space station. The oh. International Space Station. It's been a decade since uh, any Americans have gone to space. But there's people up there. In this. I thought we were on like rotating ships on the ISS. I think it's only been international people. Not Americans, right? Oh, so we're Sarno. not, so we're not pulling our weight. According to real Sarno. cool America. Yeah, according to this article, it's been in nearly a decade. Any humans have traveled into Earth's orbit from U.S. soil in nearly a decade. Oh, so maybe Americans have gone up just with other people on different. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was just like a. There's always someone on the ISS and. They just rotate out. Yeah, so... I've also been watching a lot of space horror movies, so I don't... Maybe I'm confusing that with the sci-fi. So I guess Elon's must dream of getting people to, to live on Mars is coming closer. I would hardly call going to the International Space Station close to Mars. Yeah, but he got people into space, though. Yeah, we did that like a hundred years ago. I said, but he did it. Okay. Not, this was not a NASA thing. This was SpaceX. A SpaceX spacecraft. Okay, but it's with NASA. Two, two astronauts were on the... It opera. had the... It, I watched the launch. It had the NASA logo on the craft. So they, pro, they had to sign off on it, I'm sure. It's not just like Elon being like, Look, I made a spacecraft. Hop on board. Trust that it's good enough. Safety first. Okay, well, it's a. It's, why wouldn't CNN lie? Well, no, it says it's a space at. It says it's a SpaceX thing, but that doesn't mean that NASA didn't provide some kind of oversight. Well, yeah, they're but, not going to uh, send astronauts up on a spacecraft that they didn't 
like make sure the design was sound. Yeah, but I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I have very mixed thoughts about Elon Musk, so I don't know if it's cool. That's their own deal. Mm-hmm. Anywhere, anyways, um, I think it's time for uh, a segment of this <laughs> show called Jill's Kitty Corner. That wasn't me. Jesse found a sound effect. Could you tell? Could you tell that wasn't me? Play it again, Jesse. <laughs> okay, for Kitty Corner, Spin, Spin just left. Spin, it's your time. Come on. Come back in. Okay. Anyways, um, not much to report on Kitty. Well, actually, there is um, not good things to report for Kitty Corner. But, well, some good things is that we are looking at... We got a lot of adoption applications in recently for the shelter I volunteer for. Hi, Luther. You want to come on up and talk on Kitty Corner? Yeah. Toot toots jumping up on the bed. Um, The applications weren't being forwarded, so we got a bunch of them all at once once they realized that, that the system wasn't working. And one of them is interested in two cats that we've had for, like, literally years. So that's very exciting. But the not great news is that many of you know our little Luther has been sick on and off since December. He was diagnosed with pancreatitis. Hi, baby. In December. And so he's been having little diarrhea and vomiting issues ever since then. Well, he's on anti-nausea meds that he should not vomit on, but he has been. And so we're going to... um, proceed with what the vets recommended which is an exploratory biopsy surgery where they're going to cut open his little tum-tum and take pieces of his intestines and organs check for lymphoma inflammatory bowel disease pancreatitis kidney disease they kind of check everything down there um, to see if we can figure out what's going on Um, fingers crossed that it's just I mean, I guess at this point, best case scenario would be pancreatitis because you can just keep them on prednisone. Um, Inflammatory bowel disease would be okay, but it can turn into lymphoma. So that would always be, I'd probably have to be constantly on Xanax if he had that. Um, So just prayers and good vibes for our little Bubby. This uh, surgery is scheduled for June 8th. They say they recover really quickly. Um, The biggest risk is not so much the surgery as the anesthesia. Um, And while he's under, he has this weird, like, skin tag mass on his side that he's getting removed. And he's going to get his dental if he is doing okay, if it goes quick enough and they can keep him under for, you know, safely long enough to get his teeth cleaned. You want to say anything about Luther? Yeah, I hope it uh, goes well. Um, I mean, I hope it's nothing too bad that they find out, so I worry about them. I hope it goes smoothly. It That's really the only option. Like, Luther's life force is part of my life force. Mm. I cannot be without him. Mm. And he's sitting right next to me right now getting all the petsies. Yeah, he's a sweet kitty. Yeah. When I took him to the vet, he went to the vet Saturday because he was throwing up all day Friday, and that's when they, you know, got him, kind of leveled him out and got him back normal and suggested the, we had 
they had suggested the exploratory a while ago, but we were trying to see if he would eat this other food to see if maybe it was food allergies, but he won't eat it. Um, I mean, that would be best case scenario is that he just has to be on some bland diet. And if that's it, I can force him to eat it. But if we, since we don't know that that's the issue, I cave and I give him other food because he goes on hunger strikes. He's a very persuasive kitty. Mm -hmm. I mean, he can basically get anyone to do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so he was vomiting and he threw up on me in bed Friday night. It was real pleasant. Yeah. Thankfully, he hadn't eaten, so it wasn't like actual food. It was just some froth. But yeah, it was a good way to wake up in the middle of the night. Right, Toot Toot? You want to say hi? Is he purring? Can I put the mic here? I don't know. I'm going to put the mic next to him to see if he's purring. Luther, say hi. No purpers? Okay. I'm petting him with the mic. Let it happen. He likes it. We're making ASMR. Isn't that kind of podcast? Yeah, we are. We're doing it. No, we're doing ASMR. Okay. <laughs> Jesse took the mic from me. Anyways, um, do you have anything more to say, Joe? I just want everyone to know that this entire podcast, I've not been wearing pants. Well, all right. Oh, that's the end of Jill's Kitty Corner. Meow. Well, um, I did that one. I hope you guys enjoy this episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast. Uh, did some more preparation for this episode, if you couldn't tell or not. <laughs> um, also, um, like and subscribe to this podcast. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes. Oh, yeah, another thing. Yeah. iTunes or Google or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Um, Please leave a review on uh, Apple Podcast. That would uh, that would be uh, your way of supporting this podcast. Um, you can follow me and uh, on uh, various social media platforms: Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Jesse Runnels on Facebook. Jesse underscore Runnels on Twitter and Jesse dot Runnels on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and, uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.